love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode six of Banter Buddies. Oh my gosh. Brian, it's already episode six. This is incredible. I mean, I, I think uh, this is this is a good start to our podcast. How do you feel like things are going so far uh, here in the in the first uh, six episodes of Banter Buddies? We're rolling along. We didn't think it was going to yeah. be like this when we came up with the reboot. You know, the reboot. I remember we were. It must have been a long time ago because we were in a gym like closet where they like keep the balls ready to play a show at an elementary school and we were talking about what the reboot was going to be like so it must have been like three four years ago and it wasn't going to be like this but this is great this is way better than we thought that's right so yeah we uh we're we're excited to be continuing on here and uh you know getting uh, good responses from you out there but uh yeah we're excited to be back here with another episode of banter buddies for you uh today on the show we're talking about uh you know we're going to talk about some gifts some unique gifts that is what the cuckoo voicemail segment is so excited to get into that and then you know of course we're going to recommend some things we're going to play a game we're going to have would you rather here brian and i have prepared some would you rathers for each other so uh that should be fun to spring on each other um, and then we'll talk about what's new in the world of Cuckoo Kangaroo. But uh, first, Brian, how are you? How is your life? We are, we're catching up here. It's Banter Buddies. It's not just about, you know, putting on an entertaining show for the folks. It's about uh, you and me chatting it up. So how are you? What's going on recently? Neil, it's nice to hear your voice. Yes, yes, indeed. You as well. We're doing well. We got a teething baby in our house. So oh. lots of coffee. Um, <laughs> teething we, baby. We uh, just received a shipment of... 2T and 4T shirts are now, uh, it used to be our best-selling shirt, it used to be like a youth medium, maybe an adult small, it keeps going littler, keeps going littler. Wow, so you're saying uh, you're saying that if the merch orders are to be believed, that uh, we are reaching younger and younger demographics as we go on here. Is that, is that good? I don't know. What else I happened? think it is. I think it, could, I think it could be but good. The, the UPS person that we get our shirts from, from Mr. Merch that delivers, always delivers our shirts and knows to put them in the back by the garage. So, you know, don't have to like haul it all the way around. I know it seems like, oh, oh my gosh, that's that's kind of bougie, but it's not. It's very kind of that person to do that, you know. You know, the shirts yeah. are going in the garage, so put them back there. It's great. That's, that's, that's just great service right there. You know what I mean? That's... That's like uh you know the that's the the personal touch you get from the United States Postal Service. Why we gotta keep them going? Keep oh wait, them... this one's UPS. Is that oh, okay. United States? Sorry, nope. That's that's different. But I think it's of the same business because in the stamps.com you can choose to ship uh, UPS or USPS. But okay, UPS for sure. Still, that's uh that's that's still great. That's still good service. Still the the point still stands. That, that not is very a lot of nice. FedEx come in my house, but you know <laughs> keeping the, the USPS. Mailman Wes, that's my that's my mail person's name, Wes. Oh, you know his name and everything, Wes? Well, he started, okay, so this just goes of like, I yes, yeah, so the mail person started basically a week before the pandemic. So oh, Wes boy. moved here from South Dakota. He followed a, followed a girl, and uh, 
got a job at uh, the Hopkins USPS, and then coronavirus, the pandemic hit, boom, and <laughs> he just he's been walking, listening to podcasts, doing his mail route the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we basically played outside all summer, so Wes would walk by, and we'd kind of talk on the other side of the lawn, and I was kind of the only person that talked to him all day. It was great. It was great. He let me get names. It was nice. Do you Wes. think? Um, do you think Wes is listening to the podcast right now? Probably not. I don't think Wes knows that I'm in a band, and let's keep it that way. So, although <laughs> we do have a lot of obscure things that get delivered to our house, but um, we try to give Wes lots of gifts, and we he's he's like this kid's like a Boy Scout. Okay, he returns gifts that are like above the code of ethics that you can like receive as a postal person. I don't oh. know about this. Oh. So we've had to be creative about what we give as gifts, things that like he can't return or things like that. You know what I mean? Like food? It, or it's like non-denominational. Can you, can you make Denom- him like cook? Denominational? No. What's, uh, what's, what's, it's not money. It's not straight up cash. Right, right, be? right. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Denominational, <laughs> that's like religious stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. What about food? Could you give Wes cookies? Gave Wes a lot of Christmas cookies. There yes. you go. That's the way to go with it. <laughs> he writes little notes back. It's it's cute. It's like it's nice. Wes. Wow. Wow. You gotta you gotta you gotta respect the postal people, you know what I mean? Yeah. All these delivery people, they've been just working their butts off. Yeah, I mean, especially here in Minnesota, the weather is uh can be unkind and so yeah, it's especially tough. They gotta make the rounds regardless. Obviously that's uh that's sort of the the beauty of the USPS, right? It's in like their slogan, rain, sleet, snow, or hail. They're coming through. They're gonna They're be there for through. you. Uh, I've said hello to my mail person um, a couple times. Usually, I just like give him a wave or whatever. And I did ask his name once upon a time, but I can't remember it. So uh, you know, I, I got to get back on that because yeah, it's the same people. It's the same person every single time. So I gotta gotta say hello again because uh, it's nice nice to know your mail person. I guess especially you know if you're saying uh, you have a special delivery like you're saying that's 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 the way it goes. Yeah, picks up all the merch packages. I do have to shout out though. It is Wes. Wes is Tuesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Charlie fills in oh. on Sunday and Monday. Nice. So, yeah. Char- Charlie seems like OG, been at the postal service whole life, knows everything. Probably the kind, one of the kindest humans. You know what I mean? You can just like sense that, you know. And uh, probably Charlie was like, "Yeah, I'll take all the little odd jobs. Just give me everything." I feel like uh, that might be your future in your future, Brian. Like, uh, you think when after you're like 60 years old, I feel like you're gonna pick up like a little side job that you don't need for the money, but you just just like are into the thing, or you just want a little little thing to do, just to yeah, just to keep it going. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're walking a lot. Yeah, you good. don't need to work out when you work for USPS on a route. It's good for you. Keep it going. Okay, Neil, how are you doing? I went uh, a little long on that. How you doing? It's all good. I am fantastic. Just uh, holding it down at home and, you know, do, doing the normal things, you know, uh, making this show. And we got a lot of things. You and I have a lot of things we're cooking up that we'll get to uh, here and new with Koo. But, oh, you know, we for, are cooking. Oh, we're cooking it. Uh, but uh, for me personally, you know, just... Uh, you know, watching the Timberwolves and uh, SNL is back. I'm excited about that. We're right in the middle of uh, five straight weeks of new SNL episodes. So, uh, you know, I was happy to watch uh, the new one last week uh, Last week, and we have a new one coming up uh, here as we record this tonight. So 
that'll be fun, you know. Beck uh, Bennett, Beck Bennett sure knocked it out of the park, didn't he? Oh man, he is uh he is he's one of the stars, right? He's 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 up there, you know. Obviously Kate McKinnon is is the star, but uh you know, Beck is working his way up there. He is just so solid on the show in so many ways. I would never in a million years have put my money on Beck yeah. Bennett. Never yeah. in a million years. Which is like which is sort of like the beauty of the show, right? It's like you watch all these all these people every episode, you know, 20, 30 times a year. And then, like, as the years go on, it's just so interesting to see who pops in which direction. You know, it's and it almost never is somebody like not good at all. Like they're at least, you know, worst case scenario, they're just kind of like, oh, they're, they're good at this little niche thing over here or something. But they obviously all are very talented. But it's cool to see, like, yeah, which ones pop into the, you know, the big movie star realm again, like Kate McKinnon or whatever. Or, you know, which ones are going to be maybe just like more good on like podcasts or which are like straight stand-ups um who's good at impressions like obviously there's just so many different ways it could go and that's yeah part of the beauty of the show you know i think so many people get caught up in the week to week like oh is it funny which yeah that's the point of the show but it's also i've always like likened it to like watching sports or something where you know it's like about these these players careers in a way with that analogy and stuff and seeing how it works over time so that's that's a good example of yeah beck bennett when you first saw him in his first couple of years it's like oh, i'm not sure but then like now it's like oh yeah, he's a he's a powerhouse in there. Yeah, I mean, there's you, Kate and Keenan. They're the top two legends. Yeah, Cecily is just right up there. It's just like a strength. And yeah. uh, and Beck is just right up in that top four. But Ego Ego is gonna be Ego Wodum. Ego is gonna be a superstar. That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah, totally fantastic. Yeah, we love SNL, so that's that's a good thing. That's that's back in our lives. And uh, we'll see how many more they get in this this year. It's been a, obviously a different kind of year, and uh, you know they're doing testing all the time and stuff like that. So I don't know SNL. Someday you and I will be on SNL, Brian. It's one one of our uh, lifelong it's gonna dreams. Happen. We're gonna it's gonna we're happen. gonna do we're gonna do it. Um, nice. All right, let's uh, let's get to the voicemail here. Um, cuckoo voicemail. A question this week we wanted you to answer was: uh, What is the most unique gift? you've ever received you know we got uh, we got holidays we got birthdays it could be any sort of gift from throughout the year and um, let's talk Brian quickly about you and me and what we uh, kind of considered as some of the more unique um, you know gifts that we think about when we think back uh, what, what springs well, just, to your mind just first this question alone Neil yeah we thought a lot about it we, we try to think of a question that has a lot of variables that you could kind of keep open-ended. We try to yep. think of a question that all age ranges could kind of identify with. We try to think of something that would be lead to like not just a yes or a no or I like or I don't like, mm-hmm. but it leads to like a, a fun story. Right. But we heard back from some people. They were like, this is a tough one, you guys. This is difficult. <laughs> what yeah. are you thinking? And then as Neil and I, at Neil, as you and I are like prepping for this episode, we're like, Oh no! What is our question? We can't even think of any it's good ones. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we got a couple, but yeah, it's that's something we need to think about a little more. It's like, how would we answer this? And is it maybe a little too out there? But again, we got some good answers. Not not too you know, many though. But what you got? What you got? What's a unique gift? What's the most unique gift you've ever received? Well, you know, for me, it, 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 this was hard because in my family, you know, obviously you can get a gift from anybody. So it's kind of expanded outside of that. But I think for most people, the people giving you gifts are your family members, like, again, on birthdays or holidays or whatever. And in my family, we're very much, uh, uh, you know, make me a list 
Like my mom is just like, give me a, a birthday list every single year, like to this day. So oh, Darcy, I, come on. I know, be I know. So it's always like I can always I can almost like literally say what I'm going to like tell people what they <laughs> you know what to get me and stuff, which has its benefits, but I kind of prefer to be surprised in most cases. But you know, my mom doesn't roll like that, my parents don't roll like that in my family and stuff. So it's hard because it's like everything I've gotten, especially in recent times, has pretty much not really been a surprise. It hasn't, you know, it's it's kind of just like stuff I want or whatever. But um, to me, some of the most unique gifts I think you can give a person, and you know, I, I try and do this if I can or whatever, is you know, trying to gift like an experience or a gift like um, an outing or you know, something that you can go and do rather than um, maybe like a just an object or you know, a thing you can buy. So, um, you know, for me, I think back to the family. I think it was a Christmas gift um once upon a time uh, i believe this was i think it was in it was either in 99 or 2001 um i was like just getting into high school just out of middle school time right there um our, our family you know it was like hey instead of christmas gifts this year surprise we're going on a disney cruise so uh that was that was the first thing that kind of came to mind is like okay instead of a gift this is, uh, or instead of like again a physical gift, like a, here's the thing you can hold. It's like no, we're gonna we're gonna go on this trip and it's gonna like count as a gift for all of us or whatever. So, you know, Disney Cruise is fantastic. You know, went on lots Wait, of Dis- you like, Disney trips. No, you like Disney? <laughs> Newsflash: This just in. <laughs> Breaking. News flash. News flash. All caps. Wait, breaking. but how, how old were you? It said high school, but like senior yeah, year, freshman I w- year. I w- so the, it it was um it was I w- it was probably I was probably like fifteen. So I was either in like ninth grade or eighth grade. It was like right in there. Oh, yeah, great, early early great high school. Pocket of time for the three of you kids. Totally. Yeah. So um yeah, it was a great time. Little Bahamas, little Bahamas cruise. You know, doing all that. So um that's kind of the first one that came to my mind is just like you know just an experience. You know something. Um, something you can all do together or just something that's, again, not a physical gift. But if I did have to think about a physical gift, and this isn't, like, super unique, but if I think about, like, the most, like, surprised or most amazed I've ever been with a gift, it was when I was in, like, kindergarten and we got a Super Nintendo. And that was... Again, not a unique item to give, you know, I think a lot of kids get video games and stuff for, for birthdays and Christmas and holidays and stuff like that. But for me, I just didn't expect it. It was just like the most like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And I think it was like to me and my brother. And so it was like kind of a combo gift. You know, didn't see that coming either. It was probably the first time that I got like a big gift like that. That was like for the family or like for me and my brother. So the Super Nintendo uh, as a kindergartner, you know, uh, that, that, that's another big one, even though it's not like crazy unique. So those are, those are the two that I kind of thought of first and, uh, came to for my answer for, uh, this episode of Banter Buddies as far as the gifts go. But uh, I don't know, Brian, let's throw it to you. What do you have? Uh, well, what, what, what did you initially think of I am going to tell the listening idea? public though, that Neil, you are an incredible gift giver. Oh, well, thank you very much. It is a skill that you have never, that you've only honed with age. That's what I would say. <laughs> you've sharpened. Thank you. Well, and I you think sh- it comes from, you know, again, my my need to like, oh, I want to be surprised and give you something that maybe you weren't thinking of. So I feel like I try and do that too when I give a gift. I don't ever ask somebody, so what do you want for your birthday? I just like 
think hard about what they might want or just try and think about something maybe you don't even know you want and uh, try and go that way with it. So it's, it's, it can be tough, though, because if you go that route, you're, you're risking, oh, I already have this or I've already done this or uh, I don't like that. So it's kind of hard. But when it hits, it hits better, I think. So I, I'd rather go for the risk of like, you know, just uh, go for something out there and hopefully you dig it, even if it's, uh, yeah, maybe maybe a small risk of uh, not, not landing. But uh, I'm glad it's to hear that it's you great. enjoy it's my gr- gift giving. I'm saying continue. Continue. <laughs> yes. And I will keep giving gifts of either booze or coffee. That's, that's it. You know, it's hard to miss with that. So that's... I pull two levers. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. I pull them. Okay, yeah. here's what I was thinking. So yeah. when we're talking about unique gift, it could go into like really odd. It, it, and categories could go into like good or bad. Like this mm-hmm. is a bad gift. You know, yeah, but that that's counts kind too. Of like, it doesn't have to be good. You're right. That's difficult, and and it was the experiences are there for me. I have a I have like a tiny little list. I do remember that one of my aunts gave me for Christmas like a a ratty sweater. It was like pre like ugly sweater being cool. You know what I mean? Where like <laughs> people like Walmart made ugly sweaters. It was like a legit. I think it was like four stripe colors and it had a collar on it, a sweater, and it was a joke, kind of like a gag gift, even though we weren't giving like gag gifts at the time. And I opened it up and I later found out it was supposed to be a gag gift, but I was like, this is one of the best sweaters I've ever seen. I think I wore it. I wore it in, I wore it for the next Christmas as like, this is my fancy sweater to wear to Christmas, basically. I even. I think I tried to wear it in my senior photos for like high school or something like that. Like I loved it. It kind of like unlocked me finding more unique pieces of clothing to wear at like garage sales and things like that. So I thought that was a nice like a flip. Like later I learned from my aunt like that wasn't supposed to be something you wore every day. <laughs> That's really so. good. That's a great one. That's like uh that but you just legitimately liked it. Like it was supposed to be sort of an ironic gift or it was supposed to be like a little prank to you know, I think it's sort of like playing on the idea of like, oh you know, you don't want to get like socks or clothes as like a kid. Like that's like, oh no, I want like toys or whatever. But you know, I think so, so maybe that was the joke that was trying to go on you, but instead you you were you were legitimately into this sweater. Oh, I loved it. I think in general I've been what what both my mom and other family members would say is like I'm difficult to buy for because mm. I don't like products. I don't like want any things. I would yeah. like to like have all of my items of clothing and like stuff that I own like fit into one box and that's it. You know, but I so I make it a little bit tough so I've gotten some cool things like my mother-in-law once a year. Like I remember Remember that year I was eating like almost Caesar salad like every day. She got me this like Caesar salad exploration kit, which you can't. Oh, wow. It's really like just like it's you know it's parm cheese, it's it's the dressing. But she got me just like a lot of romaine that I had to eat really fast because otherwise it'd go bad. But I thought that was cool. I thought that was a good. She thing. knew what you were into. I do. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. My aunt Mona, great aunt, so like old, old. I remember Christmas she gave me. The same calligraphy kit three years in a row. I don't think that was like unique gift. That was more just her age showing. But I think that that's a very funny. unique gift. I don't think many people have ever received a calligraphy gift as or a calligraphy set or a you know package or whatever as a, as a gift. I mean, there were like twelve cousins. I don't know why. Like I was the only one that got a calligraphy kit, and then I kept getting it. It was like, oh, Brian's artistic. He should learn this ancient. <laughs> Penmanship, you know, it's like got the 
quill and everything. I yeah, the little ink you dip in and stuff. R.I.P. Aunt Mona, you're the best. Wow, maybe she just didn't remember that, or maybe I. What well, I think it was, is I think that, it was a don't remember, but I think it was that you were so stoked and so excited when the gift happened that she was like, "Oh, we're just gonna run this back. Let's keep it going." <laughs> I do have. I got two. One is a coup thing. One is a a fan, and it's something I can't even remember who gave it to me, which I'm usually pretty good about. But somebody early coup, like in the first four years maybe like first five years, made us a small like little four-inch tall handmade stuffed kangaroo that like leaned on its tail and it had a unicorn horn on it. And in the pocket came out like a threading of a rainbow which was tied to a tiny little like, we're talking about the size of like a quarter, hand-sewn piece of pizza with pepperonis on it. Like I don't even know how it's holding together. Wow. Do you still have that? I want to see that again. (laughs) I still have it. Oh, I still have it. Take a picture. And we'll try and post it up on the Twitter Gus, and Instagram. Gus and has like commandeered it, basically. Like, nice. Well, ask him if we can get a photo of it for the Twitter. Okay, I will. I will. <laughs> I will. But it's it's ba- it's so cool. I'm trying to think. I think he ripped the rainbow thing out of it accidentally. He always says oh, yeah. like, it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, it was an accident, Dad. But I think that was the first time. Everything had always been always been like, here's like a crayon picture that was like i don't know that was just so unique and so special and so purposeful i didn't even know how to respond i think i remember when getting it was like this is me saying this is cool and so awesome like doesn't do this justice you know i don't know that was really special i thought that was cool yeah, that's great. Yeah, so you know we've we've received some gifts over the, over over the time, you know. So that yeah, you're right. It was kind of hard to think about, but really good to think about. Really good to go back and kind of you know dig in and see uh, you know what you remember. You know, sometimes you tend to forget about those things or whatever. So cool to get in there. All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's jump into the calls here, Brian. Let's uh, let's hear what the folks out there, the listeners, the fans of this show, had to say uh, for this question. Hi, Brian and Neil. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the most unique gift I got is the message that you guys sent me for my birthday. Bye. I love you guys. All right, Annabelle, right there. All right, we started off this, you know, listen, I put these together ahead of time. So, uh, you know, I did know that uh, this one, you know, has us involved, but we had to start it off there, Brian. This is a, a very nice one to receive because uh, Annabelle got a shout-out from us, and it's one of her favorite gifts. It's one of her this most sounds, unique gifts. This sounds like product placement. Did hey, it's our Annabelle, show. Neil? It's, it's, our, it's our podcast, so we get to do that. Yeah, Annabelle, thank you. Uh, checks in the mail uh, for promoting our uh, our shout-outs. But, uh, you Pittsburgh, know, I, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Great city. Cool with all the bridges going over the, the river. Ooh. It's Heinzland over there, Brian. I I think uh, that's fun. I'm I'm trying to think. Have you received Neil like a cameo or something like that? I never have. You know, we're in the era of cameo. We're in the era of you know shout outs and that. But again, that is to me this this fits the bill as like a non traditional kind of um, you know non object gift. It's a little little mini experience you get from like a celebrity or someone who you're really into. You can these days you can get a you can get a special message from them. Straight to your phone. So I've never gotten one of those. Have you? No, I know the fake one we did for we we paid Lance Bass to mm-hmm. promote the Panera album yes, that he yes. botched 
Thanks, Lance. <laughs> it was like right when Cameo came out, and he was cheap. He was like fifty bucks or something like that. Yeah, you know the, the video was great. Don't get us wrong. He he he. What we're saying, he botched is he had his price too low. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. A big star like Lance Bass like get, did a Panera shot video for us for way too cheap. But yeah, that's a good idea if you need um, these days. You know, you can't think of a thing to get somebody, or maybe you you're not near them, or it's pandemic, so you can't actually see them. It's like oh yeah, you can send them a digital gift, not just like a gift card or something. You can send them like their favorite like. You know, one of their favorite celebrities can say hello to them and stuff. So that's a new a new gift for the modern era, Brian. Our friend Nick is really into it, and he got his brother Kenny. Both Nick and Kenny make a lot of our videos, and and uh, he got Kenny Andy Dick to sing him "Happy Birthday," and <laughs> Andy Dick like played harmonica, like he doesn't play it in any other cameo. He did that, so sometimes he gets something wild, you know. Yeah, well, that's cool. Well, Annabelle, I'm glad you liked uh, the message that we sent to you. And yeah, you can uh, you can get a cuckoo kangaroo shout out uh, for limited time now. Annabelle, <laughs> you are so sweet. Thank you for saying that. Hey, cuckoo kangaroo, this is Tom from Tupelo, Mississippi. The most unique gift I've ever received was from my uncle Bill. He got me a mannequin uh, several years ago. For Christmas, it all started. We were in a department store in my younger days, and I told him I liked what the mannequin was wearing in that store, and he just kind of took that and ran with it. And so now he purchased me a mannequin, and so whenever he came to visit, I would dress the mannequin up in various outfits because you know you want to be polite. And someone who's good to you, you want to show them you care about their gift and use it. And so that was all well and good. But now in the age of video chats and Zoom calls and stuff, uh, every time my uncle Zooms in, I feel like I need to dress the mannequin up in different outfits quite frequently. So I'm in a little bit of a pickle here. Maybe if you guys had some ideas for you know, interesting outfits I could put on the mannequin that might help me out. But certainly a unique gift, very thoughtful on my uncle's part. And so now I have a mannequin in my home. So that's my most unique gift. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) Fantastic. Fantastic. Tom, Tom, that is – Wow, that is the most. That is a good unique gift. A uh, gift that the like bill. leads to a gag forever. That's great. Yeah, yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Right, you can just like have that around. Sounds like, you know, he said it was a long time ago. I think so, several years ago. So that's funny. Yeah, that's that's always kind of a good gift. Something that keeps you know you can keep using it. You have it in your house over and over, and it always like brings you a little bit of joy. So. Yes, that's incredible. A mannequin, a whole full-size mannequin. <laughs> I can't I imagine. Tr- I was trying to think at the beginning when they were talking about mannequin, I was like, where do you buy a mannequin from? Right, right. Like, I'm guessing like- it was like a second. You get, I, But I'm guessing like even if you got one at a garage sale, it's like where did they get the mannequin from? Yeah, you either have to like uh, like a liquidation sale for like a store that's going out of business or like, I don't know, maybe on eBay they have mannequins readily available or something. But yeah, A, where do you get a mannequin and like how do you transport it? I guess you just set it in the car. It's just like a, it's just yeah. set, set in the back I was seat. Think, I was, yeah, I, I'm guessing yeah, like the liquidation thing because like, like you look at like Kohl's or something like that. It's like 
okay, Nike, Adidas, Levi, it's like they're not like using the same they're not using the same thing from, you know, like t- 5 years ago even. Like those are right. brand new mannequins. Like where yeah. do they go? They don't just hang in the back and I'm guessing like the employees don't like Did you ever when you worked at Kohl's, did you ever take home a mannequin? Uh, you know, I never did, but I, I probably I could have maybe if, you know, I could sneak it out because yeah, there's definitely like I remember in the upstairs storage area, there's just like all this stuff like that, like old form. We call them like forms, um, you know, or like um, shelving, and yeah, just old like signage and stuff like that that kind of never goes away. So, you know, maybe that maybe that was the situation. But yeah, this is great, and I love how he talks. Tom talks about how he still uses it for Zoom calls. I mean, that's hilarious to have as part of your background, you know, something like that. Have like a person you can dress up. But Tom asked us a question. He was, he, he answered our question and threw a question back at us. You know, what should uh, what should Tom dress dress his mannequin up with? You know, what are some what are some costumes? Well, I mean, wait, is some... Tom, Tom saying like when he would come over, he'd dress it up, but now they're seeing it more frequently. So it's like, what do ah, I do? Like, if I want to make it different yeah. every time. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, uh, mannequins are meant they're meant to have clothes. Like that's kind of the whole point of them is to like model clothes and stuff like that. So you would think that that's maybe where you can go with it. My first thing was maybe you um you know, maybe you can go more with the face. So maybe the the outfit can stay, but you can um, maybe get some like uh Halloween masks or just like uh, something something like that. I'm not sure maybe you know after post Halloween you can get like clearance you know, get like 10 different masks or something like that. And then they can like be different characters from like movies or whatever. And, uh, you know, have different like facial features. Cause again, obviously the, the, the outfits can change up, but what about the face, you know? That's so good. That's good. That's I'm thinking good. Masks. Okay, Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I was thinking, yes, it's tough to keep doing the like clothes all the time. So I was thinking about, you know, we see, even though it totally creeps me out, but, uh, the, what's the little elf on a shelf. That's what they call it. You know how like people oh, yeah. put it all, different places and have it do right. different things different scenes i don't know if mannequins really bend is that that's not a mannequin right do mannequins move we should assume this mannequin maybe it can move some of them move some of them don't kind of probably depends how old it is These my super old, suggestion super old ones probably don't to every time in the background like this mannequin who i think you should keep the same outfit on like lock the outfit in mm-hmm. lock the name in for the mannequin and it always is doing a different activity in the background eating cereal i don't know Ooh, I like that. Yes, switch that's up good. the activity. Yeah, yes, yes, that, that's good. So there are two ideas for you, there, Tom. Appreciate the the very awesome call and the truly unique gift. All right, moving on. Next caller. Hi, I'm Duke. Hi, I'm Harrison. We're from the United States. The most unique gift we got was ping pong paddles. But we don't have a ping pong table. Do you have any cool ideas we could do with them? Thank you, Brian Neil. Bye. <laughs> Duke and Harrison, what's up? Oh, adorable. We got two adorable calls so far. I mean, Tom's yours was good. Yours is good and long, and and uh, you know has its own quality. But uh, Annabelle and Duke and Harrison, they they got the adorable factor going on there. I like, you know, the longer like the you can hold out their bye. Like, hey, we're gonna call and say where you're from. We're from the United States. Yeah, lots of good stuff here. You're from the United States, that's cool. They're in witness protection or something. Like they can't <laughs> say. They have to just like keep it very general. They're somewhere in the country. That's fine. 
Um, yeah, Duke and Harrison are totally made up names. If you're saying yeah. we're only from the United States, yeah, yeah, those are good names. And I got, I love too. You got, you got to stretch out the bye bye. <laughs> Just like keep going and maybe change the note in there. Okay. But yeah. So they said they had they somebody gave them ping pong paddles, but they don't have a ping pong table. That's I mean, so great. Is That's this a great. prank? They're getting pranked by somebody here. It's just like ice cold to do that. It's like you know, it's like yeah, it's like getting a video game system, but you only got the controllers. It's like what do we do? What do we do with this? I know. I know. It, it it a little bit sounds like something that doesn't even that sounds like you know how like there's like anti-pranks that are almost like real yes. pranks yes. it kind of sounds like the getting the calligraphy set three years in a row it's like some aunt thought that you were the nephew that had the ping pong table so they yeah. gifted you the ping pong things but nobody's gonna tell the aunt or something yeah know? so it's a mistake and no one wants to tell her that yeah sorry that doesn't work and then like a different family member will just cover it up and you know give you 20 bucks or something like that maybe hey, something to cover it up keep this hush hush duke and yeah. harrison yeah yeah um okay okay neil do you i have right off the bat right off the, i like that these came with a question that that's so great what do you uh what do you got yeah well what i'm also wondering about this my next thought is 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 the other shoe about to drop here like okay they got the they got the ping pong paddles is the next birthday or is the next gifting holiday going to come around and then the table is suddenly in the basement or in the garage or whatever? Like, I feel like the table has to be coming here soon. So, you know, I don't think that those paddles are, you know, totally trash right now. Like, I think if they just wait around, they might get the rest of that. But in the meantime, they do have to figure out what to do with these paddles. They'll just be collecting dust. So, you know, other things you can do with a paddle. I mean, you could, I think a paddle is a pretty good tool to create a different kind of game, right? Like, you could use those paddles. Uh, maybe the paddles came with a ball or two. So you could just, uh, you know, take that outside or wherever and just like slap a, slap the ball back and forth and try and keep the ball in the air, you know? So I think there's other, you know, you know ping pong-esque type uh, little mini games that you might be able to come up with where you can still use those even though you aren't playing the full table tennis ping pong game that is exactly what i was thinking first of all i wasn't i I, no way these kids are getting a ping pong table no way (laughs) never 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 it's not happening you're you're getting their hopes up neil okay Uh, my bad my bad they they totally got left out in the dust duke and harrison no you're not getting your table just forget about it it's not okay yeah we have to do something you got got yeah but I would say totally what you're saying. I would invent another game you can play with it, some kind of skill banking thing all around your house. Mm-hmm. You you have fodder here for a brand new YouTube channel. It's going to take off. You're going to sell this thing in Targets across the world, and this Target's not even in Canada. No, it's not across the world. You're going to sell it across the world <laughs> on the internet, and you're going to make a million dollars, and you're welcome. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the way it is, and you know maybe this is just uh, this is a little lesson for. Uh, for Duke and Harrison here on sort of how to make do with uh, what you have. You know, it's kind of like an old old school kind of like uh, building character kind of, uh, you know, hey, sometimes, you know, it's like a lesson. It's like a little like lesson of like sometimes you don't have all the pieces. What are you going to do? It's like a problem-solving thing here. So they're, uh, they're learning a little bit about uh, how to be resourceful, I think, Duke and Harrison. Thanks for calling, dudes. You guys rock. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. This is Chris from Kansas City. And the most unique gift I ever received was a skydiving experience. I was very nervous, but what I, I recommend skydiving to anyone who's interested. Thank you. 
Kansas City in the house. Uh, I think we've had a Kansas City caller before, you know. But I mean, uh, that Midwest. Kansas that was probably Kansas City, Missouri. I'm guessing yeah, this yeah. is Chris, Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, but uh, you know, talking about the experiences, here we go again. This is uh, this is something you know outside of outside of the box, quite literally. All right, you're not going to get. Uh, you're not going to get uh, just a thing in a box. You get to go outside do a the thing. box, outside the plane, Neil. Whoa, that's right! Thousands of feet in the air, jumping out. Neil, have uh, you ever gone skydiving? Yeah, just with you, just with you, you and me. That's the only time I've been. We made right. uh, we, we made a music together. video uh, for that, so that's that's a good reason to go skydiving. Wait, hey, what? We went skydiving. Oh, that's right, making the music video. Oh that's my right. gosh! We wow, did it. it was a while ago. It was probably like five years ago now. Brain fart. That was. I was terrified. I do not like to even be on the second floor or something. <laughs> yeah, we had to go up in a little tiny plane, the smallest plane you've probably ever been in, and uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. But uh, you know, if you can if you can get over that fear, it's 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 worth it. It's quite exhilarating, and it's just just a totally crazy thing to do, right? Just the idea of you know falling through the sky, just like free falling <laughs> through the sky from thousands of feet up. It's uh, Quite incredible if you can handle it, and I'm really glad we got to do it together, you know, for the music video and just you and me doing it. So it was it, it was a great time, and I think uh, this is a good gift to give for the for the thrill seeker in your life. I think my parents got my brother Jeff skydiving for like his 18th birthday or 21st oh. birthday or something. Yeah, I remember when they gave it to him. I, some jealousy went through me. They're like, oh, really? Oh, Jeff gets this. What did I get? Probably like an apple pie or something. I was like, come on. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't peg you as the skydiving type, I guess. You're not as adventurous as Jeffy. I am not. I, I am not. I have been yeah. an old, I have been an old, old man since I was about eight. So, yeah. Yeah. They're like, Brian likes sweaters and calligraphy instead. Get him <laughs> It was awesome, though. Man, that little plane, though, that made me nervous going up. But, I mean, those guys, everybody's pro. The, the lady that was hooked to my back, she was a pro, and we were in good hands. You got nothing Where to was worry it? That about. was in Wisconsin somewhere. Yeah, that was in uh, Baldwin, Wisconsin, just Baldwin. Uh, just east of uh, the Twin Cities, just east of the Wisconsin-Minnesota border. Uh, probably about an hour or so outside of uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul area. So, yep, we recommend sounds, it. They do a good job. Sounds like Chris uh, came down safe so he could call in. So That's nice. He didn't uh, didn't splat. All right, thank you, Chris. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to our next caller. Hi, Brian and Neil. My name is Rachel from Colorado Springs, Colorado. The most unique gift that I received is based off of a game that I used to play with my friends. We used to gather as a large group of people and play a game called Who's Nose. So what we would do is take a large white sheet and cut a hole in it, a very small hole, and a group of us would go behind the sheet and we would take turns putting our nose in front of the hole and the rest of the group had to guess which person's nose they were showing in the hole. And one of my good friends made me a book that was called Who's Nose. They took photos of all of us and put little sheets of paper in front of each photo, cutting out a tiny hole right in front of people's noses. And I had to guess whose nose was behind each of those tiny little holes on that piece of paper. And it was a really awesome way to remember the fun game we used to play together in person. And it was a really funny thing because this game is really silly. Anyways, I hope 
that um, somebody else could maybe play the game who knows. All you need is a large white sheet and a, and a scissors and a group of friends. All right, thanks. We love your podcast. Bye. Fantastic. Thank you, Rachel. This, Brian, this could have been on this episode or it could have been in the most unique game or, you know, most game that, uh, you know, people maybe not haven't heard of that episode because the who's knows game is uh, that is that is something new to me. I've, I've never heard of that one. That sounds like a, a game that uh, only Rachel and her friends have ever played. Like nobody else on the face of the earth has ever played that game because they're the ones that made it up. I know. Hyper specific and so simple, like so tiny. I, mm-hmm. This sounds this sounds like something that, like my show choir friends would. I mean, this sounds this has uh, this has theater geeks written all over it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and it also like we're talking about for Duke and Harrison. This has a lot of resourcefulness built in, right? This is all you need is like a sheet, and that's it. You know, you can just go from there. And so, yeah, you can just make up uh, games of the stuff you have around you, make up your own fun, that kind of stuff. So. I really dig that. But then, you know, this goes beyond that. This isn't just about the game. This is about then gifting something that is sort of like an in-joke or kind of like, a, you know, again, a very unique uh, game that only you guys know about. And then, you know, you make the book. That is that is really cool, too, because, you know, that's something that we kind of didn't really talk. We haven't really talked about yet is, you know, this is this is a very custom gift, right? Making somebody like hand made it like Rachel's friend. Like this goes above and beyond. Like this is like a unique thing and then it was unique because they spent all this time like the, the, this they didn't just go on shutterfly and make like a little like picture book of like their memories like this <laughs> you had to like cut out holes in the book like that's that's awesome yeah and you know even the ex- experiences you know like skydiving or you know going to you know i don't know going to a I don't know, like a winery or whatever you're, you know, gifting. That's like an experience type thing. Some of those things, it's like, okay, we could, you could kind of blanket this gift. This could be for anybody. You could, you know, give that kind of experiential gift to whoever. But this is different. This is truly custom. It's like only this set of friends would understand this gift. It's very, uh, you know, again, just set up uh, just just for these people. So that is that is a nice thing too. If you can pull that off. That's incredible of like, oh, I know specifically there's this thing that only we know about and it's going to be the gift. So that's that's great if you have that. Handmade friend gifts. That's awesome. Yeah. Rachel, thanks for calling in. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. This is Scott from Minneapolis. And the most unique gift I've ever received is a life-size keyblade. My friend Jesse and I were big fans of the video game Kingdom Hearts. And so he built me a keyblade out of wood and metal and uh, he had some chains for the keyblade the keychain that hangs off the edge of the blade and it was just you know it's enormous it's like four feet tall and that must have been maybe 15 years ago but i still have it with me today because it is amazing uh a work that he gave me so uh, the Keyblade is the most unique eye gift i ever gave thanks jesse thanks cuckoo kangaroo friendship scott mini app neil what i don't i i don't even have a clue what is this okay. what is a keyblade Okay, I have some ideas. So Kingdom Hearts, I do know about Kingdom Hearts. It is a yeah, it is a video game. It's a Disney sort of Final Fantasy game. It's like a mashup. It's like Disney oh, RPG. Okay, okay, Final Fantasy. All right, I'm there. Yeah, um, and and uh, I'm, I just looked up the Keyblade, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of like it sounds. It's an enormous key. Like imagine a like an old skeleton key, like a key you put in your door, 
but um, apparently it's used as a weapon in this game, right? So it's just like an it's like a big almost like a yeah like a big sword you oh, would use. Oh, I have seen this. I've seen this at like Comic Con before. I You're never right. knew what it was. I'm looking it up right now. There's a f- Kingdom Hearts fandom. Oh my gosh, it's a giant key. There oh, there is go. like a little like chain off the end. Holy smoke! Somebody made that. It's I've, four never feet pl- large. I've never played. I've never played the crazy. game, but this is uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. The key blade. So, yeah, again, a very custom, very much like you know, what a, a friend. friend, a friend knowing that okay, you're really into this thing. I'm, now I'm going to make something for from that game for you. I mean, and handmade too. We talked just talk about that with the you know with the book um, with the who's knows thing. But um, you know, that's great too. That is really if you can handmade. If you can truly customize a gift, you're ensuring. Now, they might not love it to death, but you're ensuring that it is a unique gift. It is something that they've never received before. It's something that they will never receive again. So that is that is truly valuable if you can uh, customize the gift to uh, you know the recipient. That thing's huge, made out of wood and metal. I mean, that, <laughs> thing, that thing's got a way. That's got some poundage. I mean, there must have been a shop class involved, or maybe uh, you know, like a like a, you know a saw in the garage or something, like or in the basement. Someone had like a workbench sort of setup going here to create uh, a large key of this size. Good job, Jesse, being a good friend of Scott. <laughs> awesome, thank you, callers. Appreciate everybody talking about their gifts here today on Banter Buddies. That's awesome. But uh, let's talk about next week, or next episode, sorry. It's two weeks. Every two weeks we do this show. And, um, you know, we got to give you the prompt. We want you to call in. We want you to leave a voicemail. And uh, the next episode, we're going to be talking about uh, grade school memories. So we want you to call in and uh, let us know what is your favorite grade school memory. Some people call it elementary school in the UK and elsewhere. They call it primary school. So... Whenever you were young, what was something like cool that happened to you in school? And uh, yeah, let us know what that memory is. 612-424-0036 is the phone number to dial. And uh, you'll get our voicemail. And uh, you just say where you're from and your name and uh, drop your memory right there. And you can be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. Brian, are you excited? Are we thinking about our grade school memories right now? I mean, I think that's a little bit easier than the gifts, right? Grade school memories, that there's so many. And it's probably like five to six years. you got a wide range of time in there. Do you think we'll get some good responses on this one? I'm hoping. I'm, I'm starting a new section of our podcast, and it's always going to come after the next prompt. It's going to be us calling out long-time listeners that haven't oh. called in yet. And, oh, uh, I like we it. Need to listen. So this is... Um, uh, our friend uh, Wendy and um, <laughs> Wendy, I know you're listening to this. I know you're getting in this deep. Wendy, who we met, the uh, I believe it's Wendy Reitzel. Wendy, do I have that correct? Um, Can you give a phone her, number and address too, right now? Yeah, let me get an address. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I do know most of those things. All right, so uh, <laughs> met on the Frank Turner tour. Wendy, it's your turn. Come on, come on, pick up that phone, dial in. We do you think Wendy? Call. Do you think Wendy went to grade school, or did she skip it because she's too smart? She Wendy's crazy smart. She's a child yeah, genius. She probably did. She probably Doogie Howser that whole thing, no doubt. Yeah, I could see that too. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, well, I don't know. She's maybe the only person we know who listens to this podcast who like aren't our family members. So uh, we'll have to work on trying to find out some other names we can call out for future episodes in 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 uh, this show. Or maybe we'll just keep going every time. We'll just say <laughs> Wendy, just see how long she can hold out. <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. We can keep doing that. Even uh, me saying this, I know she's saying she's shaking her head listening to this right now, being like, I will never call it. Either she has to call in or she has to like find someone to call in on her behalf. It was like, yeah, every no, time. That, that counts for Via me. You know? Yeah. Proxy. Yeah. Proxy. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's the way we'll gain listenership to this show. Um, all right. Moving on to the next segment. It's recommendations. We got to talk about things we like, things we want you to know about that we like. Um, so, yeah, we want to recommend some things. I'll get us started here, Brian, and then you can go second. Um, I would like to recommend a beverage. We're talking about oat milk, you guys. I made the switch. I made the switch from from uh, dairy milk to non-dairy milk, and I am now exclusively putting on top of my cereal a product known as Oatly. It's oat milk. It's considered the top of the line. You know, I read some reviews, got some recommendations from from Brian and from uh, some other folks who said Oatly is the one. And uh, it seems to be the consensus best oat milk in the land. And uh, I don't really know why I made this change. I don't have a problem with dairy. I still have eggs every now and then and cheese and stuff. So my body's okay with the dairy, but maybe I was just having a little too much. I mean, uh, it's been well established on this show that I'm a big breakfast fan, especially the sweet treats in the breakfast and, uh, you know, cereal. I have cereal every night, actually. So, you know, if I was having it that much, it's like, all right, let's see how it goes. Let's go with a little bit of uh, oat milk instead. And Oatly is just delicious. You know, it's kind of very, very, very similar to, to uh, you know, kind of a, a traditional dairy milk. So I've been really happy with it. It's tasty. And I'm not having so much dairy because I, I think it's probably bad to have too much dairy, right, Brian? I mean, what are the, you know, even if your body can handle I know you kind of have some issues with dairy as well. But I don't know. Do you know any benefits of, of having less dairy in your life? What, 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 uh, yeah, you what, fart what do you know? Less. Okay, I yep, say, yep. Neil, first of all, interesting, in- interesting, Oatly. I didn't, know, I didn't know you were going exclusive. I didn't know you are exclusive. I love it. That's good. But I. Um, now we have a lot of dairy farmers in our family and, uh, external family friend groups and they would just be like, don't let them listen to this episode. They would say, shut your mouth you guys (laughs) drink the dairy. Got milk. Don't you guys remember that commercial? Got milk. Yeah. 1992 got milk. Um, it depends. I I don't know. This is a heated debate in general. I'm glad you're liking it. My question more is, is there a specific cereal that you've had with Oatly where it just it like enhances or makes like it makes the flavor bloom even more within your mass produced cereal. You know, I I don't know that I wouldn't say that like Oatly is necessarily like better um than than dairy milk, especially if you're like used to that so much, but it it is so close at this point that I can't really tell the difference and if it's going to be a little bit better for me to not have so much dairy in my life, then that's kind of where I'm going. But obviously, you know, if you have, you know, a, a cereal with any sort of, you know, whether it's sugar or, you know, sort of sweetener and this, any sort of sweet cereals, that's going to get into your milk and make it better, you know. So, you know, definitely, I, I guess I can tell the difference between the Oatly and the dairy the most when I just have like Rice Krispies or um, Cheerios, like straight up more like plain cereals or whatever. But if I have, you know, if I have a little Raisin Bran or, you know, uh, you know, a, a Frosted Mini Wheats or something like that, like it just, the milk just gets a little sweeter anyway and you just really can't tell. So, that's kind of been my experience so far with the Oatly. You know, we uh, 
We haven't talked about Harry and the Potters yet, Neil. Oh, get episode. it in, get it in, yeah. Is it a get, good time? Did we t- have we talked about their cereal milk thing? No, bring bring it up. Okay, so pre us making an album about cats when we were on tour with them, when we were I think we were in Kansas at one of their like art venues, they were doing a cat people exhibit. It was the opening night, and they had like a giant like crankable. Is it neon? Ca- what's neon cat? What's that? What's yeah, Nyan Cat or Neon Cat, yeah, NY. They had yeah. like they made like a giant like crank so you could like crank that little song happening. But they made us. They did make us. They were like, "Hey, we're all in the van together. This is your job for today. We just made <laughs> cereal milk for yep. all of the people who came to the museum like opening. Like we just all day we just soak cereal in milk so that yep. people could drink it. You know what I mean?" And now look at now Milk Bar, they're rocking on it. And Harry and the Potters, they, they did it all before yeah, that. Yeah, they were there first. Yeah, go, go uh, grab some Oatly if you're trying to switch it up. All right, Brian, what's your what's recommendation? Your recommend- Neil, it's so funny that you went on a food thing. I'm on a food thing, too. I was like, we're doing too oh, cool. many media things. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It can just be anything. This is a very, this is a recommendation, something I did not grow up doing. Um, we were gifted some cookies, homemade cookies, that had some larger pieces of sea salt on top of them Ooh. i'd never had salt on a cookie before in this fashion a very very sweet chocolate chip cookie and now it's like oh i'm gonna have a chocolate chip cookie there better be some salt on it we've been making <laughs> some chocolate chip cookies putting that salt on and salt on while you bake them is better Ooh. than salt after while they're like warming. so put some salt on your chocolate chip cookies, give it a shot. That's what I'm saying. That's fantastic. That that definitely counts as a recommendation. It's just like little tips too. You know, can be recommendations. It doesn't necessarily even have to be a product. It's just like, yeah. oh yeah, this is and a new this th- is this a, thing I'm a doing. Twofer recommendation within that. I would tell people, please, right after they come out of the oven, eat a cu- save a couple of chocolate chip cookies or any kind of cookie, but then immediately take all those cookies and put them in the freezer. It just oh. it just solidifies it. It just don't let them go bad on the counter. Put them in the freezer. That's what I'm saying. Well, and you're saying, too, to be able to just, just to enjoy them. You're not saying for, like, long-term keeping. You're saying put them in the freezer and then take it out and, and start eating it, right? Like, Because uh, I, I like that. I like a cold cookie or, like, a, if I have M&Ms sometimes, I'll put them in the freezer. You know, like a cold oh, M- I'm saying M&M. a long-term. Okay, so, like, let's say you're going to make a batch, right? Yeah. There's going to be 20 cookies in there. Let's say you're going to even give away 10. Right, you're still not going to eat all ten in one day. So put eat your one and put the rest in the freezer. Don't let it. Don't let like the ninth cookie on the ninth day be bad. Got it. Freeze got it. it. Yeah. And so you so are talking about long term. Your ninth you cookie them. is going to be still just as good as day one. Got it. Yes. There you go. Man, tips too. Okay. So yeah, I, I mean, I like a. You're right. I think in in pretty much any dessert, in pretty much any, you know, sweet treat. Uh, salt just goes such a long way. I think the salt and the sweet, obviously, that's that's a combo, right? Some people like to, you know, put like M and M's or candy like in their popcorn, right, <laughs> for something like a, you know, a sweet, uh, sweet and salty. That's a that's a good combo, and so that's what we're talking about here with the cookie. Is sometimes you can add a little extra salt, even like a topping salt, like you're saying, like a sea salt, uh, and that really makes any. Any cookie, any chocolate sort of product really sing if it has a, just that extra little sing, bit of Sing. Look at that, Neil. It makes it sing. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, fantastic. So that's a good tip. I, I got to do it. I don't really make cookies. I got to learn how to make cookies. But uh, if and when I do, 
I'm definitely going to have a little sea salt in the topping. And now you also are you saying that the, the, the salt when you cook it also just like have a little bit extra? Because I would imagine salt is already in the recipe for most cookies, right? Yeah, it's just it's those like larger. It's not table salt. It's like those mm-hmm. bigger kernels. What yeah. would you call it? Pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Crystals. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> kind of a little salt. I don't know. Just just put a little bit on top right before you pop them in the oven. There you go. Salt in the cookies. We're in recommendations We're from Brian and Neil. In the kitchen edition. Um, kitchen. All right. Kitchen. Oatly. All right. Where are kitchen. we going next, Neil? We're going to Would You Rather. Let's play a game. Yep, it's Would You Rather. Um, we did this a few, few episodes ago, but this time we have a little twist on it. Uh, last time around, we... You know, we we just like threw all four of them out there and uh, we just all answered them. But for today, Brian has prepared two would you rathers for me and I have prepared two would you rather questions for him. So we're I'm kind going of first. Tailor- tailoring I call, I'm these. calling it. All right, you're going to go first. But yeah, we're tailoring our, our would you rathers to each other. So, you know, obviously feel free to answer uh, at home as you listen and, and stuff. But these are specifically, uh, you know, again, tailored to uh, each other. So, Brian, go ahead and uh, break off your first one here. What's, what's the first one? Neil, would you rather live within the premise of Magic Kingdom forever and never be able to leave? Okay, but people can come in and visit, right? You live within the premise of Magic Kingdom in Orlando, Florida, or you live out in the real world, but you would never be able to enter a theme park, any theme park, for as long as you live. Oh, wow. This is this is appropriately difficult. This is very tough. Man, if I could never go to a theme park, but then I could... Oh, man, that's tough. Magic Kingdom is a fantastic place. So many great attractions. And, uh, man, always have a good time when I'm there. And it would just be incredible. I mean, no one's ever lived there before. So I would be, you know, it would be a very unique life indeed, you know, to to say that I make my residence. Um, you, you could know. choose different places to be or different houses. Oh, there is an endless amount. I mean, I obviously, you know, uh, Cinderella's Castle. I'm sure that they're actually, you know, there actually is a suite up at the top uh, that uh, you know, not just anybody can book. It's sort of this wild VIP experience. But you know, Haunted Mansion, you know, Pirates, uh, Splash Mountain. There's so many options for where you could uh, spend an evening. Main Street, Space Mountain. Man, the list just goes on and on. So that would be truly incredible. And I do love theme parks so much, but I don't know. The world is so big, and to never be able to leave, you know, this little, uh, <laughs> this little caged-in area, even as fantastical as it is, I, I guess I'm going to choose. I would be. I would. I'd rather still be out in the world, and uh, just excise theme parks from my life. It would be very hard, but you know, there's oh. just so there's so many places, there's so many countries to go see, there's so many. Uh, you know, there's just so many other experiences to, you know, fill up a life with, I think, outside of theme park walls. So while it is tempting to choose the Magic Kingdom option, I, uh, if I'm being real, I, I got to say that, uh, you know, I'd rather I'd rather be out in the world and experience more things than just be trapped in the theme park. But good one. Very good one there. I had to think. Neil, I'm proud that. of you. I'm proud of you for wanting to live your life. Okay. Thank you. Not yep. live in fake, fake world. Yes. I am an insane person about theme parks, but uh, not that far. Not, not, I don't go that far with it. 
All right, first one for you, Brian. Um, this one, get ready for this one. This one is uh, this one's going to be tough for you. Would you rather be an extra in the new Mighty Ducks reboot or an extra in the eventual Remember the Titans reboot? Uh, straight up, straight up, no doubt. Mighty Ducks, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you're, you uh, a little hockey in your background, you know, you can skate. I feel like you could be on the ice. You could be like one of their opponents or something like that. Great question. And this one is even younger kids, I feel like. Emilio looks real rough, but I can't wait for it. I'm so down. <laughs> I definitely want to be – I I just want to drive the Zamboni. In, in, I'm like in maybe like maybe half of a second in it, you know what I mean? But I was just, the guy, I was just on set at all times, you know, because you need somebody to – Zamboti in between takes probably a couple times like and you just end up in the it's a show right there's like 10 episodes yeah it's like a series so yeah it's that so okay so you'd be as that was my next question my follow-up was like what would what would you want to be and you're saying you'd be the Zamboni guy I mean you could have a line or two it's not just like you're in the background like you could you could have a line potentially or maybe like a little catchphrase you say as you as you roll by or something I think that I think that's a good idea I think I would try I would be that person is it in Night at the Roxbury where they go, Emilio, my friend Emilio? <laughs> I, think so. I think I would like, you know, 20 years later, Emilio Estevez is just like over everything. And I'd still like try to pull off that line. I'd be like, Emilio. Yeah, and then that's I'd get great. kicked off set, but I don't care. I like that, like a little uh, little throwback. But yeah, those are Brian Love's uh, most feel-good sports movies, and those are two of your favorites. And one of them's coming back. I imagine there'll be another Titans something or another someday. So hopefully, we have those to look forward to. All right, Neil, I'm doing a non, I'm doing a non-tailored to like your like specific likes and dislikes. I'm doing uh-huh. a generalized one. Okay, okay. Because I'm curious. I'm I'm very curious about this. I'm curious mm-hmm. about this. Um, would you rather choose between these two wonderful things? Okay, all traffic lights forever in your in your life will be green, or you never have to stand in line again. Oh. Wow, super interesting one here. I mean, they're both. Yeah, they're both, uh, you know, they're both things that would make your life a lot easier uh, in various ways. A lot of keep it moving type of stuff. Would you rather have, you know, good uh, good fortune on the road or good fortune in in, in the queue? And um, they're not. And I just want to say that there's not like the inverse of this. There's not like if you don't choose right. this one, all the lights will be red forever. It's just going to be like whatever it is. You get to fl- you get to it will just be normal either way, right? Yeah. But I know yeah. how good you are at, like, especially like when you're on the road, you're like finding, like, okay, there's not going to be a line here, or I've ordered ahead, or things like that. Like, you're always pre getting rid of the wait times. So, what you got? Yeah. Yeah. I got to think, yeah, for this, for this one, you know, I, I don't get too frustrated on the road. I feel like, you know, I, I never really have too big of a problem with, uh, you know, traffic and, and that kind of thing. I don't love traffic, but it's never really something that is really like ruining my day or whatever. So, you know, I, I got to go with, uh, I got to go with the queue because that I feel like can apply, you know, lines of the queue, you know, that can apply in a lot of different ways. You know, we were just talking about theme parks and, you know, that would be nice there. That's a huge thing for me. That's, that's a huge, uh, <laughs> when I'm at a theme park, I'm, I'm trying to minimize weights in that kind of way, but you know, even at like stores and you said target and stuff, you know, that that's all right. But, uh, yeah, especially for the theme parks, that would be great. Never have to wait in the line again. And, uh, 
yeah, that, that's where I can get a little frustrated. So I'll go with that one. I, I would rather never wait in a line ever, ever again. Nice. Yep. All right. One more here for for Brian, and um, this is one. Uh, this is this is two things that you would not like. So it's kind of the lesser of two evils type of situation here. So Brian, would you rather ride an intense roller coaster, something maybe like The Incredible Hulk at Universal Studios Orlando, or a three-hour flight without Dramamine? Roller coaster, oh, oh. roller coaster, a quick experience, but you know, you might be barfing, or a longer experience, you know, that's maybe brief periods of intenseness. I'm not really sure exactly how you experience flights without Dramamine or how long it's been since you've even had a flight without Dramamine, but which one of those would you What's rather What's that be? Harry Potter ride I threw up on? Yeah, Forbidden Journey. That's called Forbidden Journey. Yep, it's that in Orlando. Wasn't the, that Anaheim. wasn't the Gringotts Bank one, right? That was nope, the one nope. Over you were fine Hogwarts. on that one. Yeah, the, the, the original Harry Potter attraction, uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. That was the one that uh, because that one oh. has a lot more screens and movement and stuff. So it was really, I really feel like it was the screens plus moving your body around that'll get you. That so. one rocked me. That one rocked <laughs> me all day. I had a bad rest of the day. Yep, yep, yep. Uh ooh. I'm going to – I have to choose one of them. Yeah, which one would you rather do? The lesser rather- of the two evils is definitely going to be the uh, the flight. I think I can uh, I can cross my fingers and hope like, hey, there's not going to be a lot of turbulence. Ooh, I don't know. It's, a, it's the – I'm going to go flight. I'm going to go flight. I know because- it's longer time, but sometimes those roller coasters could be like seven minutes and they can just – they can mess you up way more than a flight. Oh. Yes. So on on a normal flight, like is uh, if you don't have Dramamine, are you like 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 messed up the entire time, or is it just when there's a little bit of turbulence? It's turbulence and it's the takeoff landing thing. Cool. Because this flight, it doesn't say it's a turbulent flight. It's just a standard no. flight. There might be, there might not be, but yeah, you do have to take off. You do have to land, so you will be getting those without the Dramamine. I mean, Incredible Hulk, that would take me to the next level, too. But it's those <laughs> ones mixed with, like, screen and, like, a shake. They're just shaky. They're just, they're just like, they're like shaking a can of soda. Oh, right. and you're inside. <laughs> Woo! It's giving, me a, it's giving me the willies just thinking about it right just now. Just thinking about it. Yeah, you be careful. Be careful. <laughs> nice. All right. We played the game. What did you guys guess what, at home? What did you, what did you guys want to do? Let us know. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's get to New with Koo and uh, wrap this thing up. New with Koo, we are uh, we are talking about uh, a couple things that we have cooking up for uh, for the band right now. We already mentioned it uh, before, thanks to uh, Annabelle and uh, her contributions. Um, again, uh, you know your checks in the mail, your gift cards in the mail. Um, but we have shout outs. We're offering shout outs right now as we record this. It's uh, the first week of February, and we are offering them uh, through the twelfth of February. So if you're hearing this before uh, February twelfth, two thousand twenty one. Uh, you know, go over to our web store and uh, you can order a uh, shout out. You can also go to Cameo and get the Cameo app or the website. And, uh, we'll, you know, we'll say happy birthday to that's you. That's how you we'll say, say it. Cameo, not Cameo. Yeah, that's right, Brian. You've been saying it wrong the whole time. You got to get with it. Cameo. Yeah, so we've yeah, been, been, we've weird, been doing yeah. We, we've been All right, doing yeah, those. we'll do a shout out for you. I'm down with that. Yeah, we've been doing some shout outs here and there. It's fun to get on Zoom, you and me, chatting it up, you know, shouting out people's stuff. That's a, that's uh, something new we've been up to. What else, Brian? What else is new uh, in the world of Cuckoo Kangaroo? Okay, I didn't think this was going to happen. It's our first 
venture into a food product, we Ooh. are making a cuckoo kangaroo hot sauce. Hot, hot, hot. So we're not talking about this publicly, but if you're you listen to this pod and you hear about it, we're tasting some sauces. Most of them are just we're working with this little company in Chicago. Most of them are just like, wow, this is just hot. They, they have all the flavor, <laughs> but I think I think we need to have some people that like hot sauces a lot check them out because our palates are so sensitive, Neil. Yeah, we uh, were some Midwest boys, and uh, didn't, neither of us really grew up with too much uh, spice in our life, as I think is pretty common here in this area of the country. But, uh, you know, we're coming to it late in life, better late than never. And uh, we both we did a tasting on Instagram, you know, to promote the hot sauce video and both kind of enjoyed some of the hot sauces and felt like we could handle them a little bit more. So we're feeling pretty brave about our hot sauce abilities right now. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm getting saucier every day. I'm trying new stuff. That's right. So, you know, I don't know when it'll be coming out, but there will be a cuckoo kangaroo hot sauce coming soon. And uh, you'll be able to buy it and have it in your home and think of us every time you uh, have some hot sauce in your life. What a great thing. I'm excited, Neil. What a great thing. All right. Yep. So uh, that does it for this episode of Banter Buddies. Episode six is in the books. It's been another uh, great show. Oh, my gosh. We're getting the hang of this, I feel like, Brian. We're we're finally getting our feet under us, right? We are chatty boys. (laughs) We can be, and that's right there in the name of the title, so... you know, don't say you weren't warned. I mean, come on. It's called Banter Buddies. This is how it goes. It's like an yeah, hour-long we could, show. It could, if somebody gives us a cease and desist, we'll just turn it into the, the Chatty Boys. <laughs> That's a good name. The alternate title, Chatty Boys. But, yeah, we'll be doing another show in two weeks. Please call us, the Cuckoo Kangaroo voicemail, 612-424-0036, and let us know what is your favorite grade school memory. We need your calls to make uh, the next episode, so... Please call us with those grade school memories. Wendy, we're looking at you. Wendy. Okay, thanks Z for making the theme song. Neil Z in the house making the song. You can hear it. It's fantastic. Bobbing your head to it. And thank you everybody for listening and calling in and listening to us go on and on and on. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye, Neil. Bye, Brian. <laughs>